Mitchell Pierce in blue and red plus Cooper Cronk's announcement on the splash today. It's Monday, the 4th of December. Welcome into the splash on this Monday. Hope you had a nice weekend. Australia over England in all formats. Uh, Nathan Ryan here to talk to me a little bit about the World Cup and also some NRL headlines. Uh, and uh, as the wickets tumble in the cricket, we'll have uh, we'll be able to talk a little bit more about that in the coming days. Of course, uh, action is still underway this evening, so it's hard to talk too much about that. But Nathan Ryan, welcome to the splash. Uh, and yeah, a little bit happening today with uh, with Mitchell Pearce fronting the media in blue and red for the first time. Yeah, you'd think that with the Rugby League World Cup all wrapped up now, the Rugby League might be a little bit quiet, but that's not the game that we know and love. There <laughs> always seems to be some sort of talking point. And of course. Yeah, Mitchell Pearce arriving in Newcastle for his first day of training, it was, it was quite a sight to see. I'm sure Simon Brunston was a very happy man seeing that vision this morning. All Knights fans uh, certainly were. And, uh, and, and uh, rega- one of the big questions since the signing took place has been what happens now with Brock Lamb. And, of course, Mitchell Pearce was asked about that uh, at his press conference today. Here's what he had to say. Before I came here, I was a big fan of the way he played. And, um, you know, for a 20-year-old, the last... Yeah, the way he's played in, in a team that was down the bottom of the ladder, he was um, a real standout, and he's got a massive future. And he's a local junior, and I'd love to, um, yeah, I'd love to form some some sort of combination there. So, what do you think? What, uh, what is likely to happen, given that Connor Watson's obviously joined the Knights as well, mm. Ponga has joined the Knights as well at fullback. So, uh, it's hard to fit four blokes into three positions. Yeah, I, I certainly think that. Caelan Ponga has a mortgage on the, the fullback jersey, so that's not an issue there. Um, it's no secret that Brock Lamb's management are exploring his options. Uh, yep. They are testing the waters to see what sort of interest is out there. Uh, Manly are one of those parties that are being spoken to, but I understand it that he, he wants uh, decent money for, for where he's at in his career. Yep. You know, two seasons of, of first grade and, and 20 years old. Uh, around that $400,000 mark is, is nothing to be, mm. um, you know, turn your nose up at. So I, I'm not sure whether he's, he's going to have too many uh, clubs biting at, at that price. That, that is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Um, I heard an interesting bit of mail over the weekend from someone very close to the Manly Club. They told me that there was a, a meeting where they discussed perhaps bringing in Trent Hodkinson for a year. Yeah, okay. Uh, he has a has, what What are we now, eight, eight months uh, left on his contract. He's a forgotten man, really, in all yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah, he is. And um, I, I guess when his knees uh, went, he, he fell out of favour. Uh, he obviously has a, a chronic knee issue, yep. uh, which prevents him from training with the club, basically. Mm. Um, he's, he's in the gym while the players are out on the paddock doing their work. So um, a, a player that started his career at Manly could be a, a good stopgap for, for a year. Uh, very similar to, to Blake Green in that he has a handy short kicking game. Um, you know, can, can control an edge, obviously. Yeah. He's a New South Wales origin playmaker. So um, that's that's one option that they're looking at. Newcastle uh, would be more than happy to pretty much pay the, the freight to, to get him off their books. He's on $600,000 this season. Yeah. Some of that's already been paid because he's, he's been at training. Um, so, if, you know, Manly threw in 200, maybe 300. They'd 
be pretty happy to to see him go. So mm. that, that's one consideration. But um, Newcastle certainly want Brock Lamb to stay. Yeah. Whether he does will, will depend on the type of offers that he's able to attract. And have Manly expressed interest in Brock Lamb, or we're not there's sure? Been, yeah, no. There's there's been conversations. Yeah. Um, again, yep. his management are asking for three seasons commitment. And I think that's where, where Manly are, are balking, balking. At, at the moment. So this is where Trent Hodkinson has now entered the, the yeah, conversation. Okay. But there's another forgotten man as well, and Jack Cogger. Yeah. Uh, he, he played a handful of first-grade games last year. Would have got the jump on Trent Hodkinson, but then uh, an injury, a pretty serious injury, was pelvis. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that basically halted his season because... Yeah, Lamb and Cogger came through the, the lower grades together, played yeah, 20s yeah. together, and were very much viewed as the future of the night. So yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he's another one that, that comes into the mix. I understand that uh, his management have had a couple of clubs reach out to, to him. Uh, Cronulla is, is one club that has, has shown some interest. So okay. uh, they haven't made an offer yet, but but certainly um, have have touched base to, to see what the situation is. So... I think it's safe to say that somebody will leave Newcastle. Yeah. We just don't know who yet. Okay. Now, the man who uh, kicked off this trading, transferring merry-go-round was Cooper Cronk, of mm-hmm. course, ending up at the Roosters. Uh, and he, he helped the Kangaroos edge over the line against England on Saturday night up at Suncorp Stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, before announcing his representative retirement, speak to me about this. Yeah, well, I... I I don't know if I'd call it a shock. Some of us were saying that it was a you know sh- shock decision, but yeah, yeah. Um, nothing shocks me anymore with Cooper. He's very <laughs> much his his own man and, and marches to the own his own you know drum beat. So uh, he, he's had a hell of a career, hasn't he? Especially at the the representative level. Yeah. Um, you know, countless origins was part of that incredible dynasty for for Queensland yeah, yeah. and. Um, you know, has won a, a lot of matches in the green and gold. Yeah. Surpassed Daily Messenger um, for a number of tests played for the, the Kangaroos, which is why he had the, the bronze number seven on the back of his yeah. jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's been a fitting representative career for, for Cooper. But I think it gives the Roosters fans a, a lot of hope and it shows how serious he is about yeah. making the, the move to their club. And yeah, lasting two years. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's it's a um, it's a selfless move on, on his part because there's no doubt that if he was playing on, he would still be part of those representative teams. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, similar to Jonathan Thurston, you know, I'm going to put all my time and energy into, into club football. JT has one more year to go with the Cowboys. Cooper has two more years before he retires. So, um, yeah, I think we just have to look back on Cooper's career at the Storm and, and at rep level and, and praise him and, and hope that, Every, everything works out for him at the Roosters because it'd be a shame to see his legacy you know, end with some sort of taint. I'm, I'm sure mm. it won't. Yeah. Um, certainly wishing him all the best. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fox League digital lead Ben Glover has a, a story up on site about, uh, you know, the, the inspiration that it's going to provide Ben Hunt uh, moving to the Dragons and mm. knowing that there are representative jumpers up for grabs and I think it's going to inspire all of these Queensland-based halfbacks uh, well, no, and Another halves. man, Daly Cherry Evans. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. he's the forgotten half in, in all of this. It was only a few years ago that he was earmarked as the heir apparent, yeah. Um, yeah. came in for Cooper Cronk when he went down injured, and now he's sort of out of sight, out of mind, had mm. a great season. His name was being thrown yeah. around. Yeah. He'd be somebody that 
you know, would have a bit of a, a point to prove, looking to put his name back into the mix as well as Ben Hunt, as you say. Oh, for sure. Going to be one of the, uh, the, the highly critiqued uh, storylines of the oh, first yeah. half of next season. Uh, and, yeah, uh, what did you make of the Rugby League World Cup final? Not a high-scoring one, mm. uh, but did you were you entertained? I was entertained. I was predicting a blowout. I think yeah, a lot yeah. of us were. I, I, I was assuming that we would get to that 50, 60-minute mark and Australia would run away with it. But credit, yeah. to, credit to England, they hung in there. Um, they, they played tough. I think ultimately their downfall was the halves. You know, mm. Gareth Widdop showed that when he moved into that 5-8th that position, they were creating, they were looking really dangerous. Yep. So it was interesting to see them go with Kevin Brown, who had an absolute stinker. I, I thought that he, he had a shocker. It was probably the worst uh, performance of, uh, of the tournament. Um, that with you know, a couple of drop balls from um, Tom Burgess certainly didn't help things yeah, either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as soon We're as Gareth... We're all too used to that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we are. But as soon as Gareth Whitt moved into the halves with Johnny Lomax... Uh, at, at fullback, they they looked really promising. So I, I wonder whether if Wayne had his time over again, maybe he would have started uh, Johnny Johnny Lomax in the number one because he was fit, uh, spent a bit of time on the bench. Um, I think that's what it what it came down to in the end was just some poor last tackle options uh, yeah, from the yeah. England halves. Yeah, yeah. So we're I, I think we're going to be obviously we're going to be following this Brock Lamb. Uh, situation closely now moving forward Uh, how else can rugby league stay uh, on on the on the splash on the homepage uh, leading up to Christmas I don't (laughs) think we'll have too much of an issue staying on the splash the the beautiful (laughs) thing about rugby league is there's always something that that pops up but uh, for for the moment market watch is still ticking along yeah Uh, yeah. still still a little bit of transfer uh, movement to take place and Still plenty of clubs that are looking to uh, extend their players out. Mm. Um, you know, South Sydney working on Angus Crichton, um, and he, he's just one of many examples. So I dare say as we get closer to Christmas, there'll still be a few talking points being tossed up. Yeah, great. Well, uh, Nath, thank you very much for, for joining us today. Who knows? I might see you in a, in a couple of days' time, um, see what the, the next talking point that's, that's thrown up, and we can chat about it then. You certainly never know. Uh, thanks to all the listeners and subscribers out there be sure to head to the fox sports website for all the cricket updates and analysis um live from day three at adelaide oval the obviously the pink ball day night test uh and all the other sporting news uh that we're covering as well uh and until next time on the splash that's a wrap